Wardcast episode 254. Go! I'm Dylan Alvento, and I am rejoined by Mr. Alexander Adamrath. That's me, everyone. That's you. You and I, you and me, me and you, both of us back together again. We're we're filled with germ juice. Oh man, we got that juice. That, we got juice, that juice affected me pretty heavily, and you not at all. I didn't feel shit. <laughs> I think they might have just given you a placebo. <laughs> yeah, just like a saline shot or something. Uh and goddamn, was it a struggle to get that second vaccine shot? I had to had to had to seek out alternative methods to to acquire it because the CDC failed me in my second appointment. But that that CDC seemed uh, uh, right up until the point where you like walked into the building a shit show of sorts. <laughs> yeah. Like the email system was not working. The QR codes were not in any of the emails I got, yep. and everyone I asked was like, "I never got a Q- QR code." <laughs> like I noticed the second time I walked up, they did not ask for a QR code. They asked for well, my name. <laughs> yeah, because 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 the second time they just had a giant binder printed yeah. out of everyone that was supposed that had an appointment that day, and they would just flip through the pages in this fucking three ring binder and be like, "Oh, yep, there's your name." They did the first time too, but they asked for like the QR code first. And when I was like, "Oh, I never got it," they they were like, "Okay, what's your name?" And then they flipped through the huge binder. The binder's um, like a backup. Um, yeah, it was uh, working in government technology. I can let you know that uh, we we I, I'm pretty sure there is a project that uh, uh, for the state of Virginia that it's like some centralized like database like data warehouse thing that has been delayed like multiple times i think it was supposed to be launched like around the time i started working Mm -hmm. for the state back in 2016 and it's 2021 and i'm pretty sure it still isn't fully out (laughs) i think they have since uh started releasing it in stages so i mean dylan dylan i i work in web i'm aware that the entire internet is is broken all sure, but you work in client services. The difference there is that there's always going to be someone breathing down your neck to get shit done. In government tech, no one cares. There's like, <laughs> hey, I need six more months on this. Like, All right, and then six more months roll by. It's like, hey, I need another six more months. I'm like, okay. I, I just, it's funny when you know people talk to me about like, you know, why is this website so bad and why is this website like so broken when I do this? And it's like, I, I, you know, just because every single website sucks. No, one, well. It's 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 that combined with the fact that like everyone underestimates how much it costs, how long it takes, and how much skill, time, and talent is required to make anything like remotely professional. It, and the biggest sites are built off of like thirty-year-old technology. You know, it, it's a- Amazon still running on like some some jank-ass early version of of uh, um, React. What is it? No. Facebooks are we're running off of like the earliest version of React. Yeah. Well, I mean, they made it, so that makes sense. Yeah. They built React. Um, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, this podcast will be delivered to people's ears via RSS, an ancient technology that honestly shouldn't still be used for the things right. it's being used for. We have a problem with up- updating infrastructures. We just like as a species are, are so yeah. horrible at that. So uh, this is the world we live in. Everything's going to fall apart spectacularly someday 
in that vein, I don't know what to segue into. <laughs> what was... Oh, oh, no, actually, no, here's a good one. In that vein, Yahoo Answers will be shut down. Man. My brother, my brother, and me is just, like, in shambles. <laughs> trying I mean, to figure out what to do. I feel like they've already been having a rough time recently, and this isn't... This isn't going to be... This isn't going to make anything easier on them. Uh, uh, I mean, between Bean Dad and the Middleist brother <laughs> seeming to not being the best at streaming video games. Oh, well, that's just... <laughs> Bean Dad was rectified, like, immediately. and sure. And Travis being bad at streaming is just Travis being Travis. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, it's still it's still <laughs> things that need to be handled, regardless. Sure. Uh, I, and, I, and and people have like they've even commented on people commenting on the show's like quality going downhill recently. I in the most recent episode I listened to, I think G, uh, uh, Justin makes a <laughs> makes an allusion to like, yeah, we get it. We see what you're saying. It's almost like there's a global pandemic happening. Yeah. <laughs> we like haven't been able to go outside and get new material <laughs> yeah. in so long. <laughs> it's almost like everyone is literally running on fumes and uh regular people that aren't content creators are relying on those that do create cron- content to fill the void in their souls, but they don't realize that those people also have a similar void. Right. And must also <laughs> contend with I don't know. It, it's it's a that whole interesting I used to so way back in the day, I was um, a big follower on like web comics and like uh, certain web comic creators. And I always remember Dave Kellett, uh, the guy that writes Sheldon and that comic Drive. Um, he would do a podcast with some other creators. Uh, like uh, Chris Straub was on it. I think Scott Kurtz, Dave Geiger, I think was the fourth guy. And and they would mm-hmm. all they would talk about different topics. And I remember one of Dave Kellett's like big like tent poles of advice was always like. <laughs> never you, you never talk about the bad days right like you never mm. like he was like oh you gotta do a blog post or something like in like you never do a blog post about like oh my you know my dog passed away or like oh i'm having a really rough time this week which i think i think the sentiment and that was advice given in like 2010 or 2009 and i think the sentiment right. has definitely shifted away from that because i mean like people can't be creators can't be turned on all the time right but I, I think it, I think it, regardless, it still remains a difficult thing to address because it's just like, you know, you you, you want to be that you want to be Johnny on the spot every single time, but sometimes it's just you know one week it's harder than the other week. So you know, I feel I feel I feel for the McElroys in that in that regard. I haven't yeah. listened to that show in in years, literal years, <laughs> like maybe almost a decade at this point. Um. Just because it was, it wasn't, it wasn't my cuppa. I still very much enjoy them. Well, that's good. Yeah, glad someone but, is. Glad, glad they got at least one subscriber. But that, that's also been like my only thought since Yahoo Answers announced it's shut down. I, well, mean, I mean, that's yes. it, right? Like it's like <laughs> that, and then the guy that made the uh, Perginat video, right? Like, two people that are, or two creators that are now. Like, what are they going to do? I was actually unaware that Mabam Bam was still using Yahoo Answers. I thought yeah. they went totally uh, uh, user uh, mailed in questions. Uh, like, yeah, I thought they fully made still, that pivot. It's still half and half. Uh, okay. 
but I mean, maybe they will fully make that pivot unless they have like a backed up archive that they're just going to reach into like a huge oh, bucket um, of Yahoo Gizmondo, answers. Gizmondo, I think, said that they're doing that or, or maybe not Gizmondo, io9. Mm. I think one of the, the Kotaku sister sites said they were going to back up the entirety of Yahoo answers. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. God damn it. <laughs> All right. I, got, I googled Yahoo Answers backup. First result is the Verge article talking about Yahoo Answers being shut down. Second result, a Yahoo Answers question. What is mean by backup? <laughs> Hi, I have laptop with Windows 7 dot 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 and it displayed a backup option. So I have done a disk of backup if needed to DVD to write these. And my problem is now that it is mean by backup for what purposes will be used. Please give me a brief explanation. I. What is the rule that if you go to Yahoo Answers, you have to know, like, the bare minimum of English? Part of me wants to believe, like, it's normal people going to Yahoo Answers, and they're typing in the questions perfectly normally. And then there's, like, some weird, like, natural language system in the back end, just, like, chopping it up. And just spitting it out, just this word salad that comes out on the other end, but it, like it hides that from you. Do you so think it's like, there's like actually some Yahoo brand manager was who was just like, no, this is the whole reason Yahoo Answers is continuing to be like the internet powerhouse that it is. It needs right. to remain a, a staple of internet comedy. Yes, exactly. if we are to continue our footprint, <laughs> this is the Leslie Nielsen of the internet. This just needs to be like this like artifact out of time, entertaining people with its bumbling goofs right god uh, that yeah <laughs> the the answers are uh more coherent like the favorite answer is like a backup refers to making copies of data so that blah 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 blah, blah. so right. um but yeah no i'm pretty sure some site said that they're gonna they're gonna back all that shit up which is good mm-hmm. i mean i feel like that archive.org should also like maybe take the helm at that anyways is there is there any sort of are there any yahoo answers memories of particular fondness that you have uh how is babby formed how is babby formed is a classic it's the classic i mean that's the one everyone everyone can think of uh gosh outside of that i don't know i never went to yahoo answers very much i always just heard about like the most important ones (laughs) (laughs) not a ton of them have stuck to me outside of babby (laughs) i mean uh perganonant i mean that whole video the the, the whole that's a that's also a classic yeah Uh, i know he's made sequels or at least i know of one the luigi board the luigi board yep oija board right (laughs) um man it's Truly, it 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 is a national tragedy, for sure. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, yes, Library of Congress should, you know, <laughs> back also up the entirety of, of Yahoo yeah. Answers. I mean, they have that fucking copy of Moby Dick that's all in emoji. They should, at the very well least, have Yahoo Answers backed up. They have Prima video game strategy guides in well, hardbound. Okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> 
at the Library can, of Congress. I, I think we can all agree that the, like those are those are important. Like we need to like put those in the Doomsday Bunker. Like I don't care if the world ends. I still need my strategy guide for Pokemon Gold. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at this. Uh, there's another Verge article that's showcasing some of their favorites um, from Yahoo Answers. <laughs> uh i'm just gonna read some of these uh how do i unbake a cake oh right i keep seeing that one go around <laughs> um is there a spell to become a mermaid that actually works i would like to know if there's a spell available to become a mermaid one that works i am asking people that believe in mermaids don't say things like quote mermaids don't exist because i take it very seriously and i find it offensive please help me find a spell by the way i'm also a witch <laughs> of course yeah. <laughs> I need to clarify there that I am also a witch. This might be one of my favorites. Just ate 52 pizza rolls. Will I die in my sleep? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you might fart a hole through your sheets. <laughs> uh, the roving the roving comedian answerers on Yahoo Answers also, also fantastic. How do I take care of my pet potato? I just got a pet potato, but I don't know how to take care of it. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> got some. I, I you gotta figure that one out, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a personal problem. Does spider have puss puss? <laughs> Does spider have puss puss? Top answer is just no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Two hundred sixty-one thumb ups on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Am I turning into Taylor Swift? I've noticed that over the summer, my hair has gotten lighter. I also find myself singing along to country songs and have developed an attraction to the Jonas Brothers. Am I turning into Taylor Swift? (laughs) Note, I am a 30-year-old Indian man. (laughs) Favorite answer, if a famous rapper has ever interrupted you, then yes. Some of these are just like, okay, someone did this for the sake of comedy. Like, I, I, I... And God I don't believe that one came from a genuine, like, oh, God, I'm worried I'm turning into Taylor Swift space. You don't know. <laughs> I don't, for sure. I can't be 100% certain on that, but I'm I'm willing to, to put, like, $5 down. We've all had that fear, even for a moment, that we may <laughs> that be we turning, turning into, into Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a portmanteau of Taylor Swift and Lycanthrope, but it's not... not it's not coming together for me, Alex. All right, let's pivot. Taylor's uh, Swickenthrope. Uh, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, all right, well, rest in peace. Yahoo Answers, we barely knew you. Uh, we should touch on this briefly. A, a separate uh-huh. national tragedy. Um, yeah. That uh, Deathloop is delayed until September. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Um, I, thought, I thought we were going to dis- discuss the death of Mario, but yes. I, let's... Oh, well, hey, who cares about Mario? Um, we can... Wow. <laughs> wow. I just think yes. we, should, we should mention it, if only because we called it. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. I called it. I was skeptical. This guy. But this I was guy like, right here. You're right. That's not there. The date was still everywhere else, but it wasn't in that most recent trailer. And, and it's not like, there. That's so weird. You're you're correct. But, bad, I mean, but you, you called it. <laughs> it's I mean, that's what happens when you stare at this industry too long. It's like staring stares at back. the sun. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the void stares back. Um yeah, I mean, whatever. This is going to happen. I know you right? don't care. No, I, I mean, you're, I, I you're, mean, 
You're all arcane, whatever. Bah, I mean, they're fine. They make they make fine games. Make great games. They're okay. They're all right at best. Excellent games. I played a little bit of Destiny. I mean, uh, I played a little bit of Dishonored too the other week. It's fine. Amazing game. It's fine. It's one of the most brilliant level design I've ever encountered. I need to. I need to fiddle with the the settings the difficulty settings because they, they have like nice granularity where it's like Ooh, how yeah. easily can guards see you and all that shit what's their vision cones like because i was i thought i was hiding behind something that concealed me perfectly well and this guard walked into the room and spotted me immediately so i don't know what the fuck's up with that so i need to mess with that yeah. or maybe i'll just not go back and play that game um it's really up in the air right now but yeah i mean yeah i understand the bummage with uh <laughs> Deathloop being canceled or not canceled? Oh God, <laughs> delayed, uh, delayed, delayed. Oh God, <laughs> imagine it being canceled. Um, with it being delayed, but also it's like one, like this is just gonna happen. Like the next three years is just gonna be this over and over right. with you know the the after effects of of the the ongoing effects, and then once the pandemic has ended, if that's if that ever happens, um, the after effects of it that like projects are just going to get pushed farther and farther back right. and i'm not too bummed out about or, it or like, they're going to be like cyberpunk 2077s which is why this game got delayed <laughs> right and uh, also like they just got acquired by microsoft like it's not like they they don't have to rush something out right they don't have any sort of like quarterly like earnings to meet or anything like that it's they can take their time on it I, I have to mention something because I was reading a little bit more about Cyberpunk in the wake of that massive, massive patch they released. Um, I did not realize that in the months leading up to its release, uh, the developers were like asking the publishers for more years, not wow. months of development time, like like at least two more years. Before they were just like, no, it's got to be now because that's we've wild. Been waiting so long, and, and that—that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, imagine what that, what how different that game would have looked if it yeah. had an extra two years. It might have been more than a GTA clone. Oh, <laughs> might have been a Deus Ex clone. That would have been great. <laughs> I, I'm still interested in going back and checking it out, but yeah, I me mean, too. I, I don't, I don't know if it. It seems like this patch, from the looks of it, or from the sounds of it fixed a lot but also like introduced a lot of graphical issues just because they were mostly tackling performance and i don't know i'm 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 more interested in seeing that game in its best light as opposed to its worst light because i mean i consider its worst light to be kind of the the public pr shitting its pants the year (laughs) before release no doubt Um, no doubt so but yeah this death loop thing um i mean if anything, hopefully it just makes the game better. Hell, delay it a year. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't. I. I it's our again. game, baby. I'll. I'll want your games yeah. no matter what day it is. Yeah, I'll take your perfectly fine games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is pretty wild that like they just did not mention a release date in that last uh, trailer they showed that state of play and here's the reason why. Thank you, Warrior sixty four, for pointing that out. Yeah. All right, um, and Mario's dead. Mario's dead. He, you know, he was executed March thirty first, twenty twenty one. He he had a long and prosperous life, but you know, all things must pass. His list of crimes grew too great. 
Yes. To ignore. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, including, you know, the, the you know, defacing pro- public property on Isle Delfino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, harassing one Koopa King of the Koopa <laughs> Kingdom. Uh, uh, reckless stomping on heads. Yes, this yes. The, the rampant constant. murder of so many of so many uh uh residents of both the Koopa Kingdom and the Mushroom Kingdom because as you as we all know all those toads that were transformed into bricks in Super <laughs> Brothers 1 that he shattered to pieces gosh just just bedlam murder I'm he glad had... that monster is off our streets yes <laughs> this reporter's <laughs> opinion <laughs> justice justice has finally been served to Mr. Mario <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, now you can't buy any of those video games for some stupid reason, right? So, but it's okay; you can still play them through many, 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 many other ways. I don't know what you're talking about. I think there's only one way you could possibly play them. It was, it was just that one cartridge. Them. That was it. There's yeah. no more ways. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. There was actually like a kill switch in all the uh, uh, ROMs, emulated ROMs on the internet <laughs> after March 31st. Yeah. Oh my God! Just boot it up, and there's no Mario. <laughs> <laughs> like, the camera is no Mario. Yeah, <laughs> the camera is just stuck because there's no Mario to move around. It's just the first scene in whatever game. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the pipe. The pipe comes up in '64 and just nothing. Just nothing the lack of is just just rotating around it, like confused. And it just kind of shows you the yard, and and you can't do anything. Well, this is it? Yeah. <laughs> Wave at Yoshi, the top of the castle. Right um anything else got a lot of a lot of news here is there anything well you know what you know what i want to talk about Alex? what do you want to talk about you know what i talk about i want to talk about these 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 here pokemon cards okay are you, so you're, are you, you're 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 getting into this i'm getting into this i'm getting to into this are you, are you familiar with pokemon no tell me about okay. pokemon all right so short for pocket monsters what all right, so yeah, so you. So you, it's so a rip off of Digimon, which is short for Digital Monsters. You know, some people say that, but I think Pokemon really kind of came into its own. Like, sure, Ty and and Ash Ketchum might have some similarities, but one has goggles, the other one has a baseball cap with right, a cool right, icon right. on it. Tell, tell me, tell me this: Do these Pokemon do they like evolve or something? Do, do they uh, yeah. grow into larger, stronger versions? It's a ripoff, man. Well, well, I mean, but, but, but what's what's cooler is that when they evolve, they stay evolved. They don't have like they don't just devolve back into their stupid little baby forms oh, like they do in Digimon. Well, okay. Is there like a digital device that tells you what kind of Pokemon there are? Uh, yes. Um, okay, so it's it's just like Digimon. Well, this is this how, is what I'm here. Dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. How many missile pods does a Pokemon get when it evolves? <laughs> uh, Blastoise gets two. <laughs> All right, that's pretty cool. <laughs> two shoulder cannons out of his shell. So, All and, right. So, And Gen- Genesect has several. <laughs> Wait, really? Okay. <laughs> um, and those are the only two Pokemon, I think, with armatures attached to them. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, in 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 the pandemic world and the COVID world, people have been digging through their old shoeboxes and binders full of Pokemon cards and seeing if they'll go for anything. And turns out, these Pokemon cards have been going for a lot. They have. Um, someone recently sold a uh, gem mint 
PSA 10 uh, condition 1999 first edition shadowless holographic Charizard for uh, $311,000, which made me go, hmm, hmm, I should probably look at my Pokemon cards. Perhaps and, you should. And see what they're <laughs> valued at. And so I started doing doing the the Lord's work and going through my uh, my Pokemon collection. I, I believe I've discussed my Pokemon collection before on this on this year podcast long long ago when I first uh, reacquired it from my parents' house and and have kept it with me ever since. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just started one weekend and kind of like going down the process of being like okay because i'm not really interested in selling them like i mean i know that i'm not gonna have anything that valuable sure but i am curious like hey what is the value what is the monetary value attached to this thing that i have sentiment sentimental value attached to um so yeah i like started going through my binders being like okay like how many holographic cards do i have like how many like first edition or original run cards do i have and like started going through them inspecting like what condition they are and learning all about that stuff which is just a a whole have you ever looked at this stuff for like i can't say that i have Okay, so at, like, at one point in my life, I would shop for individual Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and that—that's about as close to this world I've gotten. Sure, sure, I've done that. I've done that with Pokemon cards in my in my youth. Uh, my parents always like to bring up the story about how my dad bought me a holographic, uh, not Chansey, uh, Clefable, no mm. Clefairy, Clefairy card uh, from the base set for ten dollars at our local comic shop, and then we came home, and I went down the street, and I traded it for Metapod. <laughs> just a plain ass common metapod and apparently he got very mad i I, Um, you know what metapod's cool metapod's cool i like metapod he hardens he does he hardens better than anyone so for for (laughs) metapod when you look at a metapod does the like angled part that comes out do you does that look like his nose or like his arms to you you know what i'm talking about at the top or like in the front between his eyes uh what's that between here i'll show you okay i I, Uh, i'm having trouble suddenly having trouble picturing metapod all right and i love metapod metapod's great metapod is great i i do recall though always having some trouble sort of discerning what parts of him are what Oh, oh 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 this this part sticking out the right i mean i'm sorry folks listening look at the classic metapod card and it's yeah. the same position. This Ken Sujimori illustrated card. Right. It's the thing that's sticking out to the right. So I always saw that at, as his nose, right? Right. So he's like turning and he's angry and he's facing away from you. Yeah. And he's looking to the right. But and this and this image doesn't really show it. But here's the the original card that I got in exchange for a ten dollar Clefairy card. Um, if you look at this card, you can kind of see like the edge of his eye. Yeah on the on the left here next to his other one right so that means that's like his arm right and then like the diamond in the front is kind of like his mouth or like where his mouth would be i actually have the answer to this well i know what the answer is but i'm curious what you considered it to be i think when i was a kid i couldn't make up my mind i definitely saw both um so i i can't say for sure what my first inclination was um probably knows probably yeah mm-hmm. uh 
but we've if you've seen the anime, you know that like one of these little spaces on his front is a mouth. So like those are more like ears or horns come out. Oh, the I've sides. never. I didn't know he actually had a mouth. Yeah, he eats, man. Metapod's got to eat. Metapod's got to eat. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like even to this day, like I know that's not his nose, but I will always. My brain can't not see it as his. Nose. I like it's you a, gotta picture the weird man in the moon kind of shape. Right. It's like it's like the Disney D. Right. It's like that. Like that's not a D. It's a backwards G. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll never not see this as a backwards G. Right. It's just because that loop. Like if they got rid of the 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 part where it bows back in through the line, mm-hmm. I that's easily a D. Like yeah, I can see it. But like my brain refuses to like give the D shape dominance over this weird backwards g or six that's there it's definitely one of those things that's just gonna stick to you yeah uh, but yeah pokemon cards pokemon cards so i went through all my pokemon cards and found the uh the rarest the most valuable cards um and yeah it's just kind of a fun process and also like figuring out the grading stuff because like they do grading stuff because like also like a mint condition original super mario brothers nes cart mint in the box that was already that was still shrink wrap went for yeah. a couple hundred thousand dollars recently man and i think that's kind of cool like there's something cool about like this this artifact that has been kept in pristine condition for decades for and as as much as i love emulation I still have like my old NES and my old N64 and a couple carts for those. And now I'm just kind of disappointed that most of mine are just like beat to hell. Yeah. All <laughs> yellowed and shit. It's yeah. Some adhesive on it from like someone put their my oh my God. I my my mom would give all my old handhelds to my brother and he would just demolish them. Just God. demolish them. Like always yeah. drop them, lose the back. Uh, like battery covering, and what then my mom would that? like write his name and Sharpie on it. It's just I, like I stopped doing that. I was like, you don't get any more. Like I stopped it. Like I think the last one he got from me was uh the Game Boy Advance, like the uh, the the sideways uh long Game Boy Advance because right. I, he he just kept taking such poor care of them. So like I never gave him my SP or anything like that. What is up with people just like destroying things? I sorry. What are my my most acute memories from middle school i don't remember much was like letting a friend borrow i had this like jvc mp3 player okay uh and the battery door on that thing was screwed in you need to phillips unscrew two screws to to replace the battery this guy brought it back to be without the battery cover same battery in it i was like why did you go the extra mile (laughs) to return this to me in far worse condition <laughs> that kid back at home just like spending hours just trying to pry it and just stripping the screws like, without the unscrewing fuck, dude <laughs> yeah i hate when people don't take care of their shit and like <laughs> i've gotten some card there's some cards in here that i got like from other people like oh hey your cousin or some someone doesn't want their pokemon cards do you want them i was like yeah sure and this was like maybe in high school this happened mm-hmm. and so i'd like get a binder of their old cards and they would have like a holographic original ditto and it was all sc- scratched to shit. And I'm like, what are <laughs> you doing? Like, cause like my cards are in pretty good condition. They're like, they're not gem mint, but they are they're you know, the, so, so the rating scale is interesting. And I like had to watch a couple videos to like 
understand how this scale works. So like the PSA, which is one of the grading places, and I think is like one of the more popular ones. So popular, in fact, that they have ceased accepting uh, submissions for a little bit because they have been backlogged so much due to the pandemic. Like they said, like yeah. in the when they, they 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 like halted orders like a couple weeks ago, and the day they halted it, they said in the past three days they had gotten more orders sent in than the past three months combined and like between covid and no one having anything to do and also like the value of cards kind of skyrocketing a bit like people are like trying to figure out how much their shit's worth but so they have the scale from like 10 to 1 and 10 being gem mint like literally basically perfect like it can have like a flaw but not much and then one is poor condition um, and, and pours, I watched this one guy who was like this Australian YouTuber that was like going through, he had purchased, and this video is from a couple of years ago, but he had purchased f- 10, uh, or 11 different holographic Charizards of every condition. So he had a 10 and nine, eight, and this is when they were cheaper. So like the gem yeah. mint Charizard probably cost him maybe a couple hundred dollars. Um, but it was like 10, 9, 8, all the way down to 1. And then he had two different ones to show the difference between ones. And one of them was like just terrible. Like it was still all together, but like mm-hmm. it was whiting on all the corners. And it was scratched <clears throat> to shit. And like the Jeez. back looked tattered. And it was like creased in a couple places. And he showed this other one that was rated a 1. And that was in pretty you know much better condition than the the one they just showed uh but it was like still like kind of tattered um yeah. and it was interesting like all these people like kind of giving their opinions like oh if the card shows any whiting this was from a different video but someone said if the card shows any whiting on the back that's it can only ever be a four or less like that automatically bumps it down if the card has a crease in it that's automatically bumps it down to a six so if you had mm. a pristine card that had no other flaws but it had like a single crease, the best it could ever be is a six. Mm. Um, the whiting thing I think is kind of up in the air because the guy was showing the the guy that had all ten Charizards was showing me was showing me yeah personally he was showing in the video <laughs> um, all the different ones he had and he would show the back and show the front and like go through like oh this one has silvering which means like it's a holographic card and it's been scraped a little bit so like the holographic foils like poking through like parts of the card and shouldn't be um yeah. and like oh and this is still a five or a six or like oh this one has a little bit of whiting and like that still has a has a six or a seven so yeah i so and and the psa wants you to self-grade your cards so you can get an estimated value before you send them in because that's how much you have to insure the shipment for mm-hmm. um and you also can only uh you have to send in a minimum of 10 cards uh, if you want to do their cheapest uh, order and it's 20 cards a pop or $20 a, a card to get them rated. So you have to at, at minimum spend $200 to get 10 cards rated and you can do more, but at, at the very least, um, which isn't so bad because I was looking through mine and like I have maybe I think my top like 10 or so maybe my top dozen cards combined are worth like reached a thousand at least oh no like i'm almost at two grand between my top 10 yeah it's like 1800 um so i have like this holographic lugia from like whatever the first like gold and silver uh deck was or set was that's worth like 300 dollars, and that's my most um 
valuable one according to the research i'd done so it could be completely off and right i mean and and a lot of the research is done like i found a site that like culls prices from like ebay and also learned through doing this that ebay has like a limited time where they show you a uh order Do you, did you know this through ebay stuff like when when it when a when a when a thing is on for auction Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets sell sold or like the auction ends and no one purchases or whatever. The history of that auction only lasts for three months. And then if you try to look at that listing at any time after that point, it just four or fours you on the eBay yeah. site. Um, which is weird. It makes sense from like I guess like a private privacy standpoint and like a database management standpoint. Sure, yeah, but like also it's just fair. I mean, in a world where like Amazon is like keeping every order I've ever made and like I can, you know, search back several years. What did we just get done talking about, Dylan? Every (laughs) website is shit. No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, (laughs) All of them. As someone that doesn't interface with eBay a lot, it was really weird. uh, I I, I have made purchases on eBay and sales, but like I never really paid that close attention to the all right how that runs. So here's now my I next know. my next chew, my holographic next chew. There you go. <laughs> um, it's in pretty good condition. I think I rated this at like a PSA 6 or 5 maybe. Uh, I don't um, think I was recording when we made that joke, uh, when we explained that. Oh, shit. Well. <laughs> I was right, talking what? about how I know a little Japanese. I took it in high school, and one of the funniest revelations in class was learning like various onomatopoeias, and the teacher thought it'd be fun. Everyone loves Pokemon. Um, to go over like pika is the automatopoeia for thunder um and chew is the automatopoeia for mouse it's the sound mouse makes in japanese um and they were like oh what's rye what's rye and like i believe rye is like a a shorthand for lightning but b also means next so <laughs> i was joking with dylan about how, oh yeah you could read it as next chew it's <laughs> next it's the mouse. next it's the next mouse yeah um <laughs> And so, like, I'm, I'm like, valuing these out because, like, I don't want to send every card I have that might have any sort of value in for grading because that's just be hundreds of dollars spending on getting cards graded. And they put it in, like, a nice little case. It's plastic that's, like, has the, you know, has the seal of approval on it and says what mm-hmm. the grade is. Um, so you can, like, verify. Like, you can show it to someone and be like, hey, do you want this? Like, this is officially this grade as opposed to, like, just showing it to him without any sort of grading and being like, well, it's about this grading. Right. Um, but I was reading about, so I have these three holographic blastoises. You do. I do. I have one that's Japanese and I have two ones in kind of a little rougher condition than the other one. Um, and I, I was reading about how if you have any of the starters, uh, final evolutions, you send them in, just send them in no matter what, like no matter what condition it is, like those are like, those have some base value always attached to them. They should mm. always send those in, which I yeah. thought was pretty cool. So like, and I have a Venusaur somewhere. Well, I have two Venusaurs, but one, I have, I have an e-reader card Venusaur when they were doing the e-reader oh, sets. I have, I have a couple you. of those. I have like an e-reader reverse foil, uh, Gengar in here too. But, um, yeah, I have original series base set, Venusaur somewhere in here but so like the process of doing this so like you know I keep my cards in, in binders and it's like I, I was always worried about like what condition they're gonna maintain because like binders gonna keep them protected for most stuff but like still worried about like getting them creased or folded or like bent a little bit 
So like I've been going through the process. So I like bought a bunch of like penny sleeves, which are like the individual sleeves. And then you buy these semi-rigid plastic kind of holders and you, you pack them into these. And this is what you have to send them in. So you have to put it in a penny sleeve and then put the penny sleeve in there. And then they also give you advice of like getting like little flag post-it notes. Right. So it's easier for the grader to like pull them out. So they don't have to like dig in there and grab at the card. They can just tug on this and it'll release the card and pull it up. Um, but yeah, it's a nice therapeutic thing. I don't really expect to make much money off of it. I started going down a real dark rabbit hole of possibly like trying to acquire more cards from like the original runs from other people. There's like a guy in the Outer Banks selling like his binder for 500 bucks. And I was like, hmm, hmm. May- maybe. <laughs> Could find some gold in there. Or a guy in like Chesterfield that was like selling his, his, a bunch of his cards. And he said he was also being offered $500. So I was like, I don't think I have that money on me right now so i don't think i can do that but yeah <laughs> pokemon cards pokemon still cool who'd have thunk still cool man yeah after all those years they're they're making us nerds money apparently i i bet this market crashes oh for sure at some point <laughs> and then it will be Yu-Gi-Oh cards and then i will be in the money <laughs> and baby finally i will reign supreme <laughs> I still have some pretty good Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I think I think I gave my brother all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I I, I was gonna say your your person handing you a binder story um is actually not too different from mine. <laughs> yeah. I in high school I had two friends and at one point I someone who was like an acquaintance of one of them uh walked up to us just hanging out before class. It's one day it was like you guys are nerds. Do you want these? <laughs> And it was just like a binder full of like some of the coolest Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like all three Egyptian god cards, their their wow. dark forms, their tournament legal forms, uh, all five Exodia bits. I mean, this guy had like a really nice complete collection. And we were just like, all right, so all three of us get like a god card. And we just like take turns drafting what we want from this binder. And then like the next day we went out and we bought like our own decks and, and some booster packs and we just started playing Yu-Gi-Oh for like a year. Um, we got real into it. Yeah, despite having more Pokemon cards than Yu-Gi-Oh cards, uh, I think I enjoyed playing Yu-Gi-Oh more. Um, yeah. I mostly play the GBA games, but mm-hmm. I found I found the rules uh, to be more interesting. Like yeah. I like the, the summoning and sacrifices and the, and the kind of trap. Not despite- the, the trap system. Yeah, despite everything, and like, if if I had to like rate all of the most popular TCG card games, I, I think obviously Magic is the the easiest to follow, but like, or, or the most sublime, I guess. Hmm. Uh, but but Yu Gi Oh, I just found the most fun, and, and yeah. like you know, I I could grasp it, um, but it was like the insanity that game allowed was what really like kept me hooked, because. The, the sheer bullshit you could pull off with a good hand was kind yeah. of insane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like like the, the reaction area stages that you can like start triggering stuff in your opponent's turns. Like, oh, your opponent summoned this. All right, that triggers this trap card. You know, you've activated my trap card. Which does this, which does this. And yeah. it puts this character down who also does this. So I right. can do this and then this. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, in that vein, I uh, I played a little bit of Magic: The Gathering Arena because uh, that finally so came to I. iOS. Yeah, uh, and it man. finally came to Android. Oh yeah, what a, what a coincidence! Weird. Um, man, that game's production value not as good as Hearthstone. No, 
And I, I, I immediately re-downloaded Hearthstone because of it. I was like, man, if I'm going to play a digital <laughs> TCG, I'm just going to play Hearthstone because this just this doesn't feel as good. Like, like there, there's like there's three tiers of like digital TCGs, right? Or CCGs. Um, there's trash tier, which are like the Pokemon digital card game and the Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> digital card game that just their interfaces look like ass and like there's like no like quality of life in it or anything. Say what you will about that UX. It's all true. Uh, they got the original voice actors from the anime, the English voice actors to come back and do all new lines for that app. And I love it for that. For Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. It does what it do. Um <laughs> And uh, and then one tier above that is like probably where magic is, where it's like it's fine, like it's it's serviceable, yeah. it's like it maybe a little stuttery. Like I have a I have like the flagship iPhone, I have the newest, most bestest iPhone, and there was just like parts where it just felt like it either was hitching or like the animation. However, they queued up the animations, it just didn't feel seamless. And then a step above that, I would put like a Hearthstone. I don't know what else, maybe Legends of Runeterra, but I haven't played Runeterra. Is it AI engine? Because that's the whole thing anyone ever talks about when it comes to that Magic the Gathering digital version. Is it AI engine like a local thing or is that hosted somewhere? Do you have to like reach out and have it communicate with that AI? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely server. It's definitely talking to a server every time I boot it up. So yeah. Um, It also it does the fucking thing that I hate that these goddamn card app games on phones do that they have to fucking download like half a gig of bullshit every time you load it up it's like oh you got 200 you got 512 megabytes waiting for your pal and like i don't need all these fucking high res like <laughs> portraits of your fucking cars that are gonna look like are the size of my pinky nail on my screen we added 30 new cards hope you have a gig free <laughs> i mean i do i also have like this this is a half a terabyte phone, so I got I got storage yeah. for days, but right. it's still <laughs> just a pain in the yeah. ass. It's just a just be better, like to do a download background, you know, uh, background download or something. Like, like the, 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 the Play Store and the App Store both have systems in place for this. You you yeah. can you can do it. I believe in you. Maybe it's because it's such a large download that they always want to verify because they don't want to do it like over cellular or something. But now mm-hmm. everyone, basically everyone has an unlimited plan. And I got that 5G. I got that 5G intercepting my brain. It's it's you know, it's <laughs> it's mind controlling me. Use it to download the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Right. That you know, it's a good use for it, honestly. Yeah, card games. Um was, games. was relinquished one of the Egyptian gods? No. The Egyptian gods are Obelisk, the Tormentor. Uh okay. Uh Slifer the Sky Dragon. And the winged dragon of the winged dragon Ra, um, who looks more like a metal eagle than a dragon. Uh, well, what is an eagle if not a dragon? Right, they're they're plot MacGuffins in the anime. The right. official cards uh, are not tournament legal because they don't really have any rulings to them. They're just kind of like, oh, um, like the winged dragon of Ra just has question marks for its uh attack and defense because it's, oh, no. it's, it's absurd it's god you can't beat it whatever um so they have tournament legal versions which were like sort of toned down and they aren't like the same card but um they have like different artwork but you can tell they're they're sort of references and then there's like evil versions 
Um, and I actually really liked Roz because Slifer and Obelisk just kind of look like them, but with like a darker tone and more spikes and, and there's some, some other stuff going on with them. But Roz is like, they call it the avatar of destruction and it's this big black orb just floating in space. So anyway, I could nerd out about Yu-Gi-Oh probably for a bit too long, but yeah, I didn't know you knew so much about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Wait, I hold said, on. This this tournament legal raw cards also has question marks for attack and defense. But I think he has like rulings for how it works and they're reasonable. It's something like for every enemy card you're you're for oh, yeah, every yeah, yeah. monster okay, okay. your opponent owns, it's five hundred attack and yeah. defense. When normal um, summon the other cards of effects cannot be activated. When this card is normal summon, you can play you can pay life points so that you only have one this this card gains attack and defense equal to the amount of life points paid. That's it. You can pay, you can pay one... as much as you like to make it as broken as possible. You can pay a thousand life points, then target one monster on the field and destroy it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what makes it um as as tournament legal. There's a big risk reward between using that version. I, I I know Magic has this thing about like uh what is it? Um uh, like you have like legacy support or whatever like is Yu-Gi-Oh good about like balancing new cards with old cards oh or no it... not at all okay all right well. <laughs> not even a little bit <laughs> yeah I know they're doing all sorts of weird bullshit now with like oh yeah there's like synchro summons and xyz yeah. summons and tinker yeah. summons and there's and like it's... two gemstones on either side and like the card background color has like a gradient so it's like two and, different and you colors. like turn them sideways and plug them into the side of the card or which yeah. is just laying the two cards sideways on top of it and it's like how you equip them with like two other different kinds of monsters yeah um, it's like the new pokemon cards with like it's like it's like instead of it being just a moltres card or articudo card it's like all three legendary birds and they're all like coming out of the fucking portrait and they're covering the entire goddamn cards you can't read anything <laughs> and it's all holographic yeah they're, they're, they're just getting absurd yeah all right well those are cards yeah that's cards um, that's cards and that is cards you know what won't be cards alex well, it won't be cards. E3. E3 is not in the physical cards anymore. No, it's in the digital cards. It's a digital TCG now. You got to believe in the heart of the E3 cards. Uh, Man. So yeah, E3's, E3's doing exactly what anyone with half a brain guessed would have happened. Sure. Uh, and it's going all digital. Yeah. I'm excited for them to go, yeah, we're doing E3 this year. And it's going to be these days to these dates. And then everyone in the industry going, sweet, going to do my event a month before that. And so we're still going to have a fucking <laughs> month of a parade of announcements. And Jeff Keighley will be there. And Jeff Keighley, he will always, he will always be there. Uh, Nintendo has announced it will be doing a video during E3, but it has I- not said if it's going to be a part of E3, but just during it. Well, I don't. I don't even know what being a part of E3 this year means outside of like you're part of their like digital press conference, right? Are, are you in the official streams? This is just another bell tolling in the in the, yeah. the chorus of death that we're ringing out. I'm losing track of this idiom, but the <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. for whom the E3 yeah. tolls, the E3 tolls for thee, right? Uh, uh, E3 is dying, is what I'm trying to say. the The signs have been everywhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. I'm curious what they because they just didn't have a plan they just didn't have a plan last year they were just right. like oh i guess we're not doing it and then jeff keely was like well i got a thing and it's called <laughs> the summer game fest it's called i'm jeff keely and yeah. i announce all video games 
Any video I'm, games that I do not announce do not exist. And I'm going to do these really boring interviews with these developers. Right. That people will have to tune in so they can see these trailers. And also um, the way out guy. He's back. And also, have you heard about the Os- Oscars? Do you know the Oscars? <laughs> have you ever wanted to fuck them? <laughs> this man will show you how. I mean, that statue does look like a dilf, to be honest. Wow. Wow. All that's right. someone's that's someone's that's someone's uncle. Is it? <laughs> yeah, the Oscars are named after a guy. Okay, uh, that's why they're called the Oscars. Well, um, Wilf doesn't have as much of a ring to it. Um, but yeah, so I so wish Nelson was here; he'd appreciate <laughs> that joke. <laughs> wow, wow. What can you do? Um, but yeah, E3's coming back. It'll it'll be back in some digital form. Excited to see what kind of nonsense these companies get up to with with mm-hmm. with digital streams also curious you know the bethesda stream was always one of my favorite streams uh yeah for e3 just because i thought todd howard was such a charismatic motherfucker and so i really hope they give him the, you know the time of day on the on the microsoft stage not that they are part of the microsoft family of products <laughs> um but also i hope that that Microsoft press conference isn't like five hours long. I hope they just don't take the Microsoft press conference and the Bethesda press conference and just stitch them together. And like, here you go. Here's an afternoon. I uh, well, they might, they might, they might do just that. All right. Well, I just want to draw attention to that because I'm curious. Um, right. Curious. Uh, maybe we should uh, 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 talk about video games. Yeah, maybe we should. I don't know. Is that what this podcast is about? We played some video games. I'm just staring at my Pokemon cards right now. So <laughs> you're just admiring them. Yeah, you can just take that's, the lead. That's now. the new video games. It's Pokemon yeah. cards. Staring at stuff. Right. That's a new video game. What's what stuff did we stare at, Alex? Uh we stared at a couple things. There's one we both played. Uh-huh. Uh there's there's two that I there's one that I played and you watched. Yeah, maybe we start with that one. Should we start with that one? Because that one's the freshest in our minds. <laughs> Uh, oh god man oh man we played a viral twitter video games twitter sensation yeah uh together bnb which 2021's contender for you know the the (laughs) possible quiet man of this year what the fuck is this game (laughs) i mean you know what this game is it's like it's like a it's like a it's a creepy pervy game it's a creepy pervy game it, it, it's it, what like, it's supposed to be that's what that's its intention right did, did it achieve that effect i don't know i think it fell so short um <laughs> I, was, I was not titillated <laughs> I, I want my money back uh wow just just if you can find the trailer for this game because there's absolutely no way to describe it without i i once you've played it once you've seen the trailer you have much less of an idea of what this game is as opposed to like just kind of hearing about it. Sure. Uh, there's a B and B of your brother used to run it mm-hmm. and you get a call from someone who's like a tenant at the B and B who, who I guess she says she got your number from like an emergency list. Um, and, she, uh, and she's like, Hey, uh, your brother's missing. Can you come help us? And it's like these three, helpless hot women mm-hmm. at, at a B&B um who call you to it and 
It's like, hey, yeah, sorry, your brother's missing. Can you run this bread and breakfast for us? Like, and we sh- we sh- cannot stress this enough it, in like the worst voice acting that that I think I've ever heard. Alex has already done a better job at performing the lines in this video game than any of the hired voice actors, or maybe they're free, <laughs> or maybe they weren't paid. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, it's definitely people who. English is not their first language. Yeah. And it's an English speaking game. Like there's no other options. Uh well, it's, well, it's early that, access. It's early access, Alex. That that'll come later. True. Okay. Fair enough. It might come later. Um but on top of that, their lines are recorded using like a laptop microphone. Everything's like really tinny and and crunchy and just like not It's not right. It's not good. It's not um, right. So they give you these these random fetch quests. It's a it's a frankly kind of gorgeous open world map, though I I don't think um, any of these assets were made by anyone on the team of this game. Uh, as judging by the fact that I did take screenshots and then go play Phasmophobia and found like exact copies. These assets are definitely from some kind of an asset store. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else should I touch on? Oh, there's a gun. <laughs> when the gun shows up we're we're all just kind of like oh hey like the tone of this game just shifted a little bit and like we knew knew it was coming but it comes in such a uh uh unexpected way because like you know the the ladies the ladies like all talk to you when you show up to this b&b which is like this very nice almost it's like a weird like postmodernist building just it's sitting an extremely nice modern building like i want to stay the there in real life yeah and then they're like okay like go go do something and you just kind of like walk around and there's like kind of like a gone home element to it where you have to like find the keys to mm-hmm. or do they do they give you the key to the first room or, oh no no you found it like on that it's random underneath ass a fire extinguisher for some fire reason. extinguisher that's sitting in the hallway <laughs> um because that's the mark of a good bed and breakfast and they just keep that 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 equipment out there right um it's just like a defibrillator also there, just kind of like sitting on the floor um <laughs> yeah you take the key and you open up your brother's bedroom or he stayed in this airbnb maybe it's like his office too or he's, yeah i guess he's so, got okay, massive windows that are staring right at the rooms where all the women are staring are staying yeah. at yeah to stare uh, at so their massive windows if you like um but yeah you just you come up to like his office desk and you can interact with like the drawers and stuff. If we just you just pulled open a drawer, there's just a handgun sitting in there. We're just like, huh? It's also a vaguely sci-fi handgun. Yeah, I I thought there was a light attachment to it. That's what it looked like to me. But maybe I'm wrong. I I I I know enough about firearms to say like that's weird. <laughs> there's no gun that looks like this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you then uh, <laughs> it's also like vaguely open world yeah where you like walked into the you, you just walked off the premises of of the the bed and breakfast and you just stumbled down the road with your gun out by yeah. the way and <laughs> just, just like, ran down the road with my like firing it wildly into the air <laughs> oh and there's no ammo count you just i mean right. you have 12 shots so you have to reload but there's no like ammo limit or anything you don't have to pick up ammo you just have this <laughs> this gun that shoots infinite bullets um and then you explored some of the stores that were in it's not. It's not a town. It's just these two. It's like these three stores it's just, just like sitting three on the scattered stores. There's a gift shop slash gas station convenience store. Uh huh. 
um, which has like a lingerie section that's currently <laughs> sectioned off. Yeah, <laughs> you're like um, you look behind some like privacy curtains, and there's just like a bunch of uh, mannequins like wearing lingerie and just right. a bunch of bras laid out. <laughs> um, and it's got such highlights as um, oh what like golden deer statues and mm-hmm. wooden bear statues and bird flutes. Uh. The guy who runs the shop speaks in yet more broken English uh, uh, through a tinny microphone. Yeah. Um, and then you go to the next store, which is the grocery store, mm-hmm. which contains some real gems of just like not knowing what English words are. Um, yeah. uh, uh, has the wonderful brand of Vegetablest. Yeah, feeling Vegetablest. Right. Uh, the owner of this store is the same exact model as the last guy. But with longer hair, yeah, or no, shorter no, he, hair. He, he has He's got hair. shorter hair. Yeah, the hair also... shortens as you progress through the down, through the stores. <laughs> as you get farther away from the B and B, the people's I, hairs get shorter. I also think he had more of a tan, and his hair was blonde. So yeah, it was like the only the model a little bit, but it was still like, and they all looked all doe-eyed at you, and they're like, "Oh, hey, they look like a Ken doll." How like, are like, you? Everyone in this game is insanely hot for no reason. Yeah. Um. Except for the last guy, but for for reasons beyond appearance. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, and as we left the shop, we of course witnessed uh, Bago. Which yeah, was <laughs> gotta the get my Bago. <laughs> gotta buy Bago. <laughs> yeah. So like, it, you can look at individual items like on the shelves and stuff, and it does like the the thing where it like highlights stuff. It it does like a highlight shader around the the three D model. Text pops up that says what it is. Yeah, and, and some of uh, the text like accurately describes it, and then some other text is like just you know name of thing, and then it's just like a capital letter S afterwards for no reason. Like <laughs> sometimes with an underscore. Sometimes with an underscore, which means like they obviously entered it in whatever back-end you know scriptural objects as that and then yeah. <laughs> didn't change it on the front uh but one of them is bago which were bagels mm-hmm. yeah but just b-a-g-o which yeah. is what i'm calling bagels from now on uh yeah, I gotta get my bago you go, you go to the icp concert and you they throw bagel bagos everywhere that's right <laughs> get covered in bago and you go to the weapon store and there's like a rifle sitting on the table um and you, you're like you go to select it, and this guy comes out, and he's so mad that you touched this rifle. And he's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> you yeah, don't have you... license. Get out. And like... <laughs> yeah, if you just think Tommy Wiseau from The Room in terms yeah. of, you know, performance, acting performance, like, you're, you're spot on. Yeah. And then he, like, starts talking about his wife in such a shitty way. Yeah. He's like, let me get my little bitch to make us coffee. And he's like, it's so rude. It's terrible. <laughs> this guy sucks. Obviously implying you- that she's like in the back room. Also, like the other places have like regular doors. And this one has like a Japanese house style, like sliding panel that he like opens up. Right. Behind the behind the. But yeah, but like to prompt the dialogue, you have to fucking interact with this heavy assault rifle that's just sitting there in the open <laughs> on this on this shelf on, on this you know the, the 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 countertop and that's he just instinctively knows that someone's messing with my gun and comes yeah. out from behind slides the slide panel out <laughs> and starts yelling at you you're tearing me apart customer <laughs> Uh, yeah, then he, like, gives you a key, berates his brothers, which I guess are the other storekeepers, 
um, for wearing aprons because that makes them not men, apparently. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, he is he is wearing just a tank top that says firearms, firearms. on it, <laughs> <laughs> and like the in like the mash font, right? Uh, uh, yeah, and then he like gives you a key to a safe, and you step outside, and your brother's car is there. Uh, which then you get a car which drives yeah. like ass. Um, yeah, it seemed real backloaded. It, it hits uh any random like collision object in the road will send it flying Uh, i got stuck outside of the rails for like a good while until i can sort of maneuver it back into the road very carefully you should have called Um, roadside assistance right one of the one of the four apps on your phone several times in the midst of this uh these women start texting you which pauses the game completely to bring up the most inane dialogue you have ever experienced it's not like grand theft auto where like you can like decline the call right it, like you you it you'll get a phone call or you get a text and like you have to interface with it right at that moment it stops and the entire game and it's so absurdly slow and the nothing about the dialogue is interesting none of it, it makes sense because they're like yeah. talking to you about one subject and then you'll get like four lines of dialogue from them and they're all like about different things like oh i hope to see you soon i'm hungry well you know where your brother went what day is it and one it's of just like, like can i take a picture with you and your only option is like, sure, but you're out doing this yeah. errand and she's back at the B and B. Yeah. So it's like, oh what? Yeah. And then she responds with like, Oh, I'm sorry, it came out blurry. And I'm I'm not even there. What came out blurry? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, there's a whole dialogue system for like the first I don't know, section of the game. Like until you get your car back. Yeah. You enter dialogue and you get dialogue prompts and there's only one option. It's not like a dialogue wheel where you have multiple options to say stuff. You can only say one thing. And it has a telltale style uh countdown like you have this long bar to say it on it. Yeah. And if you don't say it, it just says it for you. Like it just keeps right. playing the game. It just it runs the like script. You did. <laughs> which why? Like why? It's why? It's just so bad. Why? 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 And then you go home and you open the safe, and it's full of money, so you got some starting cash to work with, and you uh-huh. go to bed, and the next day, you got some errands to run. One of them's like, I need baby powder, uh, and then you get there to the place where they sell baby powder, which is just the gas station convenience store slash gift shop slash lingerie store, yeah. uh, and <laughs> while you're there, one of them texts you, and it's just like, face tissue, and, and your character's like, What? And she's like, I need, we're out. And <laughs> like, this is the actual dialogue. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, when they said they needed someone to run the B&B, what they meant was they needed someone to do all their errands for them. Yeah, these these women are just like the most incompetent. And, and, it, and it reads as just, like many of these games are, because you could tell this is supposed to be like a kind of porn sexy game. Uh, uh, the the women are just incompetent, and and it's it's horribly sexist. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but but like the game itself is also incompetent at being like a a horny game. Like it's not right. because like it's like you see these women and they're like, oh, like she looks pretty, like ha oh, oh. and then like it's like, all right, time to go hunt some wolves or <laughs> go to the store, and it's like I feel like at some point. And I think you're saying this, that like it was like a failed Kickstarter, right? 
Yeah, I think so. I think at some point they wanted to make like a, a, a you know, I, I think I think a porn game might be too strong because I mean, there's it, it like there's no one topless or like there's no nudity or sex in anything. It's just like right. you kind of like being creepy and taking kind of peeping photos on these women. Um, and at some point, someone was like, "Oh, but I wanted to make like." A slice of life game like oh i wanted to make like an animal crossing style game so they just started like lumping other shit or like someone was like i want to make fps or like it's really easy like we can import like a lot of fps controllers from you know the, the built-in ones from ue into this mm-hmm. so let's just also make it an fps so like now you have a gun and anytime <laughs> you shoot anyone it's immediate game over which makes right. sense but it's also like hilarious why, like, why is it even an option? Right. I, it's it's just comical in the way that they will also just crumple over as soon as they're hit with any stray bullet at yeah. any place. You gun down um, that one store owner and his like mesh like ruptured and like exploded. Oh, it deformed like, horribly. He, he, was, he was looking at like a, a catalog or a magazine or maybe like some hentai. It was hard to tell. He was looking at some magazine. I like, think when I shot him, it was when he was looking at Jules. Because remember, okay. he starts that dialogue right, right. about how like your brother brought me all these precious stones, and you're like, "Rad, pow, pow." <laughs> yeah. um, but like his left hand like stays glued to the counter, so and so the rest just of- deforms and stretches. Like <laughs> yeah, the bones don't know how to handle this sudden yeah. like ragdolling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, oh, and we should just like touch on briefly the fact that this game also doesn't know how to direct you to what to do at all. Yeah, is there a quest log? I kept asking you that. I kept, oh, there's yeah. like a notepad, there, there's right? A, there's a notepad on your phone and it should tell you what to do. But for most of like, most of these missions, it doesn't have anything. And I'm currently at a point in the game where it has nothing and I have no idea where to go and what to do. I had to look it up and someone was like, oh, you know how the one girl keeps mentioning there's strange mysterious places all over this map yet one of the random houses there's like 14 littering the map uh will have something that happens if you go to it so it's like oh great yeah um there's also like when you're trying to get the baby powder it doesn't exist (laughs) inside the store yeah and you have to like like there's a prompt that comes up like oh i'll talk to the clerk and the clerk's like Oh yeah, should be an aisle too. There's no aisles in the store. Yeah, it's, it's all, all just like an open plan convenience yeah, store with tabletops. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, the answer apparently I had to look it up was go and click on the space where baby powder is supposed to be, which you wouldn't know. Like, there's yeah. no way to know where the baby powder would be. Like, the absence of baby powder is not something you would intuit. Yeah, and so like once you do that, then your character is like, oh, I should ask him about like there's none in stock and then you go talk to him and then it takes like 15 minutes that's where the texting conversation comes up where she's like facial tissue uh the guy goes to the back of the store and and comes back with baby powder this is from my personal stock but (laughs) i'm willing to part it's just it's such a hilariously inept game if you're if you're into watching movies like the room or gremlins and and you want something to do gremlins like that but troll two Troll 2, thank you. Yeah. You want something to do that's like that, but a video game, this is it. I, <laughs> it's it's wildly entertaining and just how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's also like, I mean, when I was watching you play, like I, I, I well, we, you, you stopped, you stopped, you stopped playing uh, when I checked out, right? Like you didn't keep playing after I. Pretty soon after that, yeah. yeah. And that was right after we killed a deer. 
which was oh, fun. Right. I forgot about the deer <laughs> with its like screaming wide open mouth. You let you shot it from a distance because you were like yeah. trying to see how it took far like you 17 shoot. shots to take down this deer, by hey. the way. <laughs> hey, man, it's a strong deer. Um, and then you walked up to it and like it ragdolled, but they didn't deactivate the eye blinking animation. Right. So it's this ragdoll deer <laughs> with just a gaping open mouth just like like it's like frozen, frozen in, in horror scream and then it's just i periodically blinks at you <laughs> it's, the it's, it's horrifying <laughs> like no horror game has come close to what i felt when looking at that deer <laughs> um i also liked uh uh you opened up the 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 option screen mm-hmm. um that had uh several tabs on it it had uh basic had, oh, the control uh, scheme? Well, well, and then it had uh, a weapons tab, and right. then it had your map tab, and then the last tab was basketball instructions. Yeah. <laughs> Which we still haven't found the basketball. I haven't gotten to the basketball yet. I wonder if that'll <laughs> also just be ripped straight from Phasmophobia. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. There's a dedicated get down button, which I was disappointed to learn was just what they called going prone. Right. It doesn't mean to get down in the in metaphorical sense. Yeah. Also, in the uh, weapons tab, there's like a bio detection something or other button. Right. You have a specialty <laughs> wines dedicated tab in your inventory screen. Right. Which yeah. says PS specialty wines in the bottom left. None this of the other inventory tabs wines. have this text. Only I mean, the, the specialty wines. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, if it wasn't also so skeevy like it hasn't gotten like super skeevy uh like i've been trying to not play it super skeevy well no yeah i know but i mean i would feel like there would be a point where it's like all right your mission now is to creep on these women right i i well perhaps yes eventually um so that's together b and b together (laughs) b and b will you play more i will i will i will plan another stream date and show that one off incredible let's talk about a good game we played knockout city baby we played out we went back to knockout city for their second beta for their second uh this is a cross-play beta though all of right. us played on pc so i didn't really I didn't and really we kicked ass even we the one team that kind of matched us we we, we knocked him out mm-hmm. um everyone else seemed to be trying it for the first time and i felt sort of bad because we picked up on it really quick i didn't we didn't <laughs> Uh, we had one match against a team that was like, at, at you know, decent at this game. It, it yeah. had us on the ropes a few times, and and we still kicked ass. And you could tell how uh, good people are by like what cosmetics they have equipped. Like it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't seen that outfit before, so they've been playing this a while. Yeah, because everything's unlocked via XP. Like they've said straight up, there's no there's no loot boxes. Right. Uh, this is a solid ass game. I mean, I know we've already talked about it on a previous episode but i yeah. just wanted to share that that i really like it I'm you know, we could we could talk about games more than once alex i don't know if you knew this well i'm just saying like, you know this is ground that has been covered yeah but i i want to share that it's 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 cool it's it really is. cool yeah it's uh I'm, I'm glad you liked it i was curious what you what you were going to think of it um because mr jeffrey stager and i definitely enjoyed it on the first beta yeah um very curious what kind of uh, audience this is going to have once it comes out for real for real for real for real not for, for, play, real, for real yeah uh, um 
man, Knockout City, good aesthetic, Knockout City. tight gameplay, just like a good loop. Yeah. Definitely feels like every every fight is is an interesting balance of of managing what's happening around you. Um, it reminds me of uh, Absolver. Hmm. Just okay. kind of like the 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 combo system and how well it rock paper scissors. Uh, okay. Knockout City. Knockout City. Game. I like how much it. Uh, I always forget how much physics plays a part in that game. Like mm-hmm. it is something as simple as like collision, because like you on you actually you have to think about how your dodgeballs will like might hit something if you like do a curveball. Like right. you might do a curveball, but you didn't like plan for enough. You know. Uh, space in this in this like hallway so it like just hit a wall and it stopped yeah um so that's fun it's uh i like multiplayer games that strike that balance between being fully real time and and like kind of not turn-based but like less reactive yeah because like there there's enough time to like catch your breath and stuff and like this isn't like a martial combat game but it but it gets close Mm -hmm. um and like a lot of those multiplayer martial combat games, like a, uh, I don't know, what's the, what's the, the like a chivalry, like never or really, for honor. Yeah. Well, for honors, I was going to make is the good example, but like mm-hmm. something like chivalry is like, it, it rarely feels like you're doing much impact Yeah, <laughs> because like, it's not, it's not one-to-one like an active when the other player like actively blocks, it doesn't really feel that effective. Yeah. Um, whereas for honor, I think really nailed that. Where it's right. like with these one-on-one battles, and uh, I'm glad Dodgeball, Dodgeball City, I'm glad Knockout City um, <laughs> was able to like keep it active and frenetic and uh, uh, responsive, and not fall into those pitfalls of being like, ah, oh, but like it's it's kind of there, but sometimes when like I throw or when I catch, it doesn't like it feels good, like it always it always feels good without being like a moment to moment second to second like an fps kind of thing yeah exactly um but yeah that's uh it's knockout city those right. balls sure are hitty they they damn straight they have that sniper ball now <laughs> oh a, man that thing is nuts it's a <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> it's got like a one frame window if you want to catch it when it's fully charged up um Alex, if I give you a platform to talk about Monster Hunter Rise, will it will it be the will it be the death of me? Um I would hope not. Okay. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you sixty seconds to talk about Monster Hunter Rise. How's that sound? That's too little time. It's okay, so I'll give good. you I'll give you ninety seconds. Oh my god. To talk about <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise. Otherwise we'll be here all day. Alright. Look, all right. I, I'm not hold gonna on. take too long. Hold on, let me, let me hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm still playing it. Okay. Uh, all right, oh. go. There'll be chances to come back to it. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is absolutely the best Monster Hunter yet. Um, all of them are. As soon as they come out, they're just... God. Um, again, many, many more smart, forward-thinking decisions about how to make this game better and better and better. Um, one problem that everyone has with Monster Hunter is like if you're trying to capture a monster, you're allowed to carry one trap with you. And if you're not playing multiplayer then and you put that trap down like that's it you spend it uh if the monster's ai suddenly decides like well i want to be here anymore 
Like you're 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 scared. You're fighting me too hard, and I need to leave and flee for a little bit. Um, and it just leaves the area where the trap is. Getting it back to that area is like basically a no go, and that's really frustrating because you want to capture that monster. Um, this game added uh, endemic life in like a deeper way than World did, um, in that you can now like carry a couple of them, and there's new ones. There's one I love now called the Stink Mink, which is like a lure. If you're wearing it, it makes any large monsters you get near start to follow you. So I led it back to where I had placed the trap after it fled and just like got it to walk, like basically stood across from the trap and got it to walk right into it. And I was like, this is great. It's the best monster hunter. Uh, You could Spider-Man anywhere. They added grappling hooks, but instead of like needing a point, you can just do it in the air. And that's time. Well, look, it's super fun. It's incredible. (laughs) I don't believe you. Best monster hunter yet. You always Dylan's say that. Play it with me. You always say that. You say that every time. Well, because it's true every time. <laughs> every time it gets worse. Every time it gets better. Uh, <laughs> monster hunter continues to improve. Dylan's gonna play the demo with me. I'll I'll give it another try. Play with me and Jeff Steger. We're gonna okay. give it a try. I played some Pac Man ninety nine. I've heard that's pretty great. It's pretty good. Of 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 these style, of these battle royale style arcade games that Nintendo has been putting out, I think I think I think this is the one I like. You like it better uh, than Thirty Five Mario Thirty like Five? Definitely like it better than Super Mario Brothers Thirty Five. Thank God it's dead. <laughs> Thank God Mario's dead. Um, <laughs> and I like it more in Tetris Ninety Nine. Um, I'm not a big Tetris guy. Well, I don't like that style of Tetris. Like I'm not huge on competitive Tetris. Um, just because like people just get so goddamn competitive with Tetris, Agreed. like, like I, I'll play some Puyo Puyo Tetris, like that's that's fine, but like I'm not I'm not gonna pretend I'm any good at it, um, <laughs> or like you know competitive Tetris with like maybe some other stuff mixed in, like I like a Tricky Towers, like that's fun, um, but yeah, Pac Man ninety nine is good because I can just pretend no one else is there because like, the problem with these problem with these arcade battle, I don't know what you what you would call this this group of like nintendo switch online battle royale likes but the problem with them is that i never feel like i'm actively like you know fighting back against anyone Mm, yeah like and you could select stuff like you you know you have your right stick dedicated to like what kind of offense you want to do like do you want to do an offense that's uh, do you want to target like the weakest person and the person that's about to be knocked out or do you want to do like a counter attack against the people that are directly attacking you and it's like yeah I guess but it's like none of that feels like particularly strategic or like I, I none of the, n- I don't feel like any of these are more effective than the other like in the game will say like you got a knockout when I like when I was like the one that caused someone to die but that never really means anything to yeah. me and then they added this new thing where like there's like several different types of I don't know what it is like gameplay modes or something there's like like uh, dedicated to like the the face buttons is like a there's like speed and attack there's some other ones like they sound like shulks fucking like different modes in smash brothers <laughs> and i and the game just doesn't straight up doesn't tell you what they do like it's right. just like here are some other options i'm like what do, do these affect me like if i attack if i pick speed do they make me f- like go faster or does speed like make the enemies go faster and i'm like choosing the one is this like a, a disadvantage i'm picking that's gonna give me some other 
benefit in some other way. Like, no explanation whatsoever. So I have to look that right. up. But the actual Pac-Man's pretty good. Like, I mean, it's Pac-Man. It's, it's, you're playing standard uh, Pac-Man on the standard Pac-Man level. Um, I don't know what you get the the world one one equivalent of Pac Man whatever that's that's called stage one I guess sure um and the so the change ups are really interesting so like every time you eat a ghost when it's when it's when it's eatable when it's edible uh that like throws a ghost Pac Man to someone else on the board to one of the other ninety eight players right and uh the ghost Pac Man if you run into them um slow you down momentarily for like a second um and they're like these little white silhouette pac-man that like follow you across the across the screen hmm. and if you pick up a power pellet while there are ghost pac-man spawned on your map uh the power pellet will kill them all they'll all evaporate nice. um yeah so there's, there's a strategic element of like planning out when to get the power pellets and when to eat ghosts and how to avoid the and and so like they'll spawn on the screen and then they'll be momentarily uh, frozen in place for a second. Um, I think they're frozen in place when a power power pellet is active. So if they spawn in after you've already eaten a power pellet, they won't die. They'll just stay in place while that power pellet is active. And then once that power pellet stops working, they all start attacking or coming after you and they'll slow you down. Um, right. So they're mostly there to just trip you up for the ghost to kill you. Um, there is also a row on either side of the spawn box um or not a row a, a column on either side of the spawn box with the ghost spawn of like little ghost pellets and when you eat those those attach like a ghostly trail to one of the four ghosts now the ghostly trail when you eat a power pellet turns all of those ghosts it turns that entire trail mm-hmm. into ghosts I think I saw this in the trailer. Yeah. So instead of eating a single ghost, you're eating like 15 ghosts at a time. And you can send them all like out to other people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and there's two columns of those. So like what I like to do is I like to sweep all those up, grab a power pellet, and then I can just chomp on a bunch of ghosts. And that like sends a lot of ghost Pac-Mans flying towards other players. Very nice. Those only respawn when you eat a fruit. And then the fruits only show up when you eat a certain amount of pellets, I believe. So like... There's just kind of like this cyclical nature of like, oh, I need more, you know, ghost trailer ghosts. Got to get a fruit. I don't have a fruit. Got to eat more pellets. Uh, Let me eat a power pellet. So like all the regular ghosts are are eatable. Um, All right. And that's time. Dylan's talked about a battle royale for long enough. (laughs) Oh, damn. Uh, (laughs) And then then the last thing is that there are red ghost Pac-Men that show up, I think, like once there's 50 or 25 players left. And those will kill you instantly. Gotcha. Um, and those also chase you, but and they only evaporate if you eat a fruit. So then you have to think about like, all right, I gotta make a fruit spawn. You gotta eat the fruit. Gotta kill the ghost, the red ghost Pac-Man. Um, and uh, they'll chase you. But if you have a power pellet active, they won't chase you. They'll stay frozen. But then they're they're just blocking a way for you to go. Right. So now you just have a permanent obstacle that you have to then plan your course around. Um, but it's fun. It makes it makes the game of pac-man pac-man um more engaging than just playing pac-man yeah and and i, I like pac-man do you like pac-man i'm pac-man ambivalent 
Okay, you're just, you're Pac Pac Man agnostic. Yeah, I, I I've I've played some Pac Man. I've enjoyed some Pac Man. I'm not okay. seeking out more Pac Man, but I, I've enjoyed what what there is. What if Pac Man sought you? Uh, I'd be just, terrified. Why is actually? I you know that said, I do have a tiny little Pac Man in my car, so I that. don't know. Maybe maybe I'm more of a Pac Man fan than I'm letting on. Yeah. You're letting your Pac-Man shame cloud your Pac-Man fandom. <laughs> I respect Pac-Man. He is an icon. Yeah. Is this game all that fun? I don't know. That's that's a whole other story. I, I, think, I think it works. <laughs> I think it's fun. Do I want to play it for like hours at a time? Probably not. Yeah. I think that's it. But I'll but sit I'll, down and play, play some Pac-Man. It, it, yeah. Those four-player Pac-Man arcade yeah. games, those yeah. are great. Now that's, that. now that's a motherfucking Pac-Man. Yeah. I know people really like uh, uh pac-man ce is it collector's edition dx i forget what it's called pac-man ce dx maybe pac-man. i don't know you're, you're losing me entirely i don't know what you're talking about wow some pac-man fan yes pac-man <laughs> championship edition dx uh okay. i know people really like that it's kind of like more of a uh kind of almost like imagine pac-man with some geometry war styling in Ooh, it hello some like vector like trippy effects and whatnot i hear yeah, that's I cool like that yeah um anything else alex do you want to do you want to touch on we got a bunch of other headlines we can talk about or games is, is, is a... you know what no what do i know no i think <laughs> I, I know nothing. i think i've talked about enough video games today all right well that's fair that's totally fair totally fair Let's just keep our fingers crossed that Discord doesn't get bought out anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about when they get bought by Microsoft, not if they'll get bought by Microsoft at some point. <laughs> I'm In trying the to not future. like I'm trying to not like a uh, 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 will will that into reality. You know, don't want to give it any credence. Okay. Well, it's too late. You did it. it. You did it. It's happening. Everyone, right, you Alex. can blame me yeah. if Microsoft buys Discord. <laughs> It turns it into the next Skype. <laughs> the the next Skype. Right? Zeit, that's what's the that's, Skype. <laughs> is that what's called in uh in Together B and B? Skype. Uh, oh yes, that's right. Oh just, god. And it's just, like goo dog map <laughs> for some I love, reason. I love goo dog map. Oh god. Well, well, where can people find you using goo dog map, Alex? <laughs> Using Goo Dog Map, you can click on my house and it'll create a floating golden icon of a leaf in the air for you to follow. <laughs> and you can also find me on Twitter at G-H-O-D-A-N underscore. That's Godan with an underscore. Wow. Um, underscore S. Underscore S. <laughs> uh, and you can find me at Dylan Alvento. And if you like this podcast, you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, you can find them at word-games.com or on Twitter at Ward Video Games, or wherever podcasts are sold. Just search Wardcast. Alex, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. Thank you for being here for the death of Mario. <laughs> uh, anytime. It was a pleasure. And the death of Loops. And the death of <laughs> Yahoo Answers. Who will we kill next time? Find out. Bye. Bye. Bye.